Hello everyone. Hope you're doing okay. It's Wednesday and we're reading Jeremiah chapter 2831. Just getting there. 2831. All right, then. Okay, let me pray and then I'll read to us. Father in heaven, pray that you'd speak to us. Uh, well, we know you will. Just help us hear your words. Help us hear your voice. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. In the fifth month of that same year, the fourth year, early in the reign of Zedekiah, king of Judah, the prophet Hananiah, son of Azur, who was from Gibeon, said to me in the house of the Lord, in the presence of the priests of all the people. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. I will break the yoke of the king of Babylon. Within two years, I will bring back to this place all the articles of the Lord's house that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, removed from here and took to Babylon. I will also bring back to this place Jehoiachin, son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and all the other exiles from Judah who went to Babylon, declares the Lord. For I will break the yoke of the king of Babylon. Then the prophet Jeremiah replied to the prophet Hanani before the priests and all the people who were standing in the house of the Lord. He said, Amen. May the Lord do so. May the Lord fulfill the words you prophesied by bringing the articles of the Lord's house and all the exiles back to this place from Babylon. Nevertheless, listen to what uh, I have to say in your hearing and in the hearing of all the people. From early times, the prophets who preceded you and me have prophesied war disaster and plague against many countries and kingdoms but the prophet who prophesies peace will be recognized as one truly sent by the lord only if his predictions come true then the prophet hananiah took the yoke of the neck of the prophet jeremiah and broke it this is what the lord says in the same way I will break the yoke of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, off the neck of all the nations within two years. At this, the prophet Jeremiah went on his way. Shortly after the prophet Hananiah had broken the yoke off the neck of the prophet Jeremiah, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Go and tell Hananiah, this is what the Lord says. You have broken a wooden yoke, but in its place you will get a yoke of iron. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. I'll put an iron yoke on the necks of all these nations to make them serve Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and they will serve him. I will even give him control over the wild animals. Then the prophet Jeremiah said to Hananiah the prophet, Listen, Hananiah, the Lord has not sent you, yet you have persuaded this nation to trust in lies. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. I'm about to remove you from the face of the earth. 
This very year you're going to die because you have preached rebellion against the Lord. In the seventh month of that same year, Hananiah, the prophet, died. <clears throat> OK, chapter 29. This is the text of the letter that the prophet Jeremiah sent from Jerusalem to the surviving elders among the exiles and to the priests, the prophets and all other people. Nebuchadnezzar had carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. This was after King Jehoiachin and the Queen Mother, the court officials and the leaders of Judah and Jerusalem, the craftsmen and the artisans had gone into exile from Judah. He entrusted the letter to Elasash, son of Shaphan, and to Gemariah, son of Hilkiah, whom Zedekiah, king of Judah, had sent to King Nebuchadnezzar in Babylon, it said. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down, plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters, find wives for your sons, and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there, do not decrease. Increase in number there, do not decrease. Also seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I've carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Yes, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says. Do not let the prophets and diviners among you deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams you encourage them to have. They are prophesying lies to you in my name. I've not sent them, declares the Lord. This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my gracious promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you'll call on me and come to me and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with, your, with all your heart. I'll be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I've banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. You may say, the Lord has raised up prophets for us in Babylon. But this is what the Lord says about the king who sits on David's throne and all the people who remain in the city, your countrymen who did not go with you into exile. Yes, this is what the Lord Almighty says. I will send sword, famine and plague against them and I'll make them poor figs that are so bad they cannot be eaten. I will pursue them with the sword, famine and plague, and will make them abhorrent to all the kingdoms of the earth and an object of cursing and horror, of scorn and reproach among all the nations where I drive them. For they have not listened to my words, declares the Lord, words that I sent to them again and again by my servants, the prophets, and you exiles have not listened either, declares the Lord. Therefore, hear the word of the Lord, all you exiles whom I have sent away from Jerusalem to Babylon. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says about Ahab, son of Kol Koliah, and Zedekiah, son of Masiah, 
who are prophesying lies to you in my name. I'll hand them over to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and he will put them to death before your very eyes. Because of them, all the exiles from Judah who are in Babylon will use this curse. The Lord treat you like Zedekiah and Ahab, whom the king of Babylon burned in the fire. For they have done outrageous things in Israel. They've committed adultery with their neighbours, wives, and in my name have spoken lies, which I did not tell them to do. I know it, and I am a witness to it, declares the Lord. Tell Shemaiah the Nehalamite, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. You sent letters in your own name to all the people in Jerusalem, to Zephaniah, son of Masiah, the priest, and to all the other priests. You said to Zephaniah, the Lord has appointed you priest in place of Jehoiada to be in charge of the house of the Lord. You should put you should put any madman who acts like a prophet into the stocks and neck irons. So why have you not reprimanded Jeremiah from Anathoth, who possesses, who sorry, who poses as a prophet among you? He sent this message to us in Babylon. It will be a long time. Therefore, build houses and settle down, plant gardens and eat what they produce. Zephaniah, the priest, however, read the letter to Jeremiah, the prophet. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Send this message to all the exiles. This is what the Lord says about Shemaiah, the Nehelamite. Because Shemaiah has prophesied to you, even though I did not send him and has led you to believe a lie. This is what the Lord says. I will surely punish Shehemiah, the Nehelamite, and his descendants. He'll have no one left among this people, nor will he see the good things I will do for my people, declares the Lord, because he has preached rebellion against me. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Write in a book all the words I've spoken to you. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will bring my people Israel and Judah back from captivity and restore them to the land I gave their forefathers to possess, says the Lord. These are the words the Lord spoke concerning Israel and Judah. This is what the Lord says. Cries of fear are heard, terror, not peace. Ask and see, can a man bear children? Then why do I see every strong man with his hands on his stomach like a woman in labour, every face turned deathly pale? How awful that day will be. <clears throat> None will be like it. It'll be a time of trouble for Jacob, but he'll be saved out of it. In that day, declares the Lord Almighty, I'll break the yoke off their necks. I will tear off their bonds. No longer will foreigners enslave them. Instead, they will serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I'll raise up for them. So do not fear, O Jacob, my servant. Do not be dismayed, O Israel, declares the Lord. I will surely save you out of a distant place. Your descendants from the land of their exile. Jacob will again have peace and security and no one will make him afraid. I'm with you and will save you, declares the Lord. Though I completely destroy all the nations among which I scatter you, I will not completely destroy you. I'll discipline you, but only with justice. I will not let you go entirely unpunished.
This is what the Lord says. Your wound is incurable, your injury beyond healing. There is no one to plead your cause, no remedy for your sore, no healing for you. All your allies have forgotten you. They care nothing for you. I've struck you as an enemy would and punished you as would the cruel. Because your guilt is so great and your sins are so many. Why do you cry out over your wound, your pain that has no cure? Because of your great guilt and many sins, I've done these things to you. But all who devour you will be devoured. All your enemies will go into exile. Those who plunder you will be plundered. All who make a spoil of you, I will dis despoil. But I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord. Because you are called an outcast, Zion, for whom no one cares. This is what the Lord says. I will restore the fortunes of Jacob's tents and have compassion on his dwellings. The city will be rebuilt on her ruins and the palace will stand in its proper place. From them will come songs of thanksgiving and the sound of rejoicing. I will add to their numbers and they will not be decreased. I will bring them honour and they will not be disdained. Their children will be as in the days of old and their community will be established before me. I will punish all who oppress them. Their leaders will be one of their own. Their leader will be one of their own. Their ruler will arise from among them. I will bring him near and he will come close to me. For who is he who will devote himself to be close to me, declares the Lord. So you will be my people and I will be your God. See, the storm of the Lord will burst out in wrath. A driving wind swirling down on the heads of the wicked. The fierce anger of the Lord will not turn back until he fully accomplishes the purpose of his heart. In days to come, you'll understand this. And the final chapter, 31. At that time, declares the Lord, I'll be the God of all the clans of Israel and they'll be my people. This is what the Lord says. The people who survived the sword will find favour in the desert. I'll come to give rest to Israel. The Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I've loved you with an everlasting love. I've drawn you with loving kindness. I will build you up again and you will be rebuilt, O virgin Israel. Again, you will take up your tambourines and go out to dance with joy with the joyful. Again, you will plant vineyards on the hills of Samaria. The farmers will plant them and enjoy their fruit. There will be a day when watchmen cry out on the hills of Ephraim. Let's go up to Zion to the Lord our God. This is what the Lord says. Sing with joy for Jacob. Shout for the foremost of the nations. Make your praises heard and say, O oh Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. See, I'll bring them from the land of the north and gather them from the ends of the earth. Among them will be the blind and the lame. Expectant mothers and women in labour, a great throng will return. They will come with weeping. They will pray as I bring them back. I will lead them beside streams of water on a level path where they will not stumble because I'm Israel's father and Ephraim is my firstborn son. <coughs> Hear the word of the Lord, O nations. Proclaim it in distant coastlands. He who scattered Israel will gather them and will watch over his flock like a shepherd. For the Lord will ransom Jacob and redeem them from the hand of those stronger than they. They will come and shout for joy on the heights of Zion. 
they will rejoice in the bounty of the Lord. The grain, the new wine and the oil, the young of the flock and the herds, they'll be like a well-watered garden and they will sorrow no more. The maidens will dance and be glad, the young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into gladness. I will give them comfort and joy instead of sorrow. I will satisfy the priests with abundance and my people will be filled with, with my bounty, declares the Lord. This is what the Lord says. A voice is heard in Rama, mourning and great weeping, Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted <clears throat> because her children are no more. This is what the Lord says. Restrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears for your work will be rewarded, declares the Lord. They will return from the land of the enemy. So there is hope for your future, declares the Lord. Your children will return to their own land. I've surely heard Ephraim's moaning. You disciplined me like an unruly calf and I've been disciplined. Restore me and I'll return because you are the Lord, my God. After I strayed, I repented. After I came to understand, I beat my breast. I was ashamed and humiliated because I bore the disgrace of my youth. Is not Ephraim, my dear son, the child in whom I delight? Though I often speak against him, I still remember him. Therefore, my heart yearns for him. I have great compassion for him, declares the Lord. Set up road signs, put up guideposts, take note of the highway, the road that you take. Return, O virgin Israel. Return to your towns. How long will you wander, O unfaithful daughter? The Lord will create a new thing on earth. A woman will surround a man. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says. When I bring them back from captivity, the people in the land of Judah and in its towns will once again use these words. The Lord bless you, O righteous dwelling, O sacred, o sacred mountain. People will live together in Judah and all its towns, farmers and those who move about with their flocks. I will refresh the weary and satisfy the faint. At this, I awoke and looked around. My sleep had been pleasant to me. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will plant the house of Israel and the house of Judah with the offspring of men and of animals. Just as I watched over them to uproot them and tear them down and to overthrow, destroy and bring disaster, so I'll watch over them to build and to plant, declares the Lord. In those days, people will no longer say, the fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. Instead, everyone will die for his own sin. Whoever eats sour grapes, his own teeth will be set on edge. The time is, is coming, declares the Lord, when I'll make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their forefathers when I took them by the hand and led them out of Egypt, because they broke my covenant, though I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. This is the covenant that I'll make with the house of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I'll put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I'll be their God and they'll be my people. No longer will a man teach his neighbour or a man his brother saying, know the Lord, because they will all know me. From the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord, for I will forgive their wickedness and remember their sins no more. <coughs> this is what the Lord says. 
He who appoints the sun to shine by day, who decrees the moon and stars to shine by night, who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar. The Lord Almighty is his name. Only if these decrees vanish from my sight, declares the Lord, will the descendants of Israel ever cease <coughs> to be a nation before me. This is what the Lord says. Only if the heavens above can be measured and the foundations of the earth below be searched out, will I reject all the descendants of Israel because of all they have done, declares the Lord. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when this city will be rebuilt for me from the tower of Hanuel to the corner gate. The measuring line will stretch from there straight out to the hill of Garab and then turn to Goa. The whole valley where dead bodies and ashes are thrown and all the terraces out to the Kidron Valley on the east as far as the corner of the horse gate will be holy to the Lord. The city will never again be uprooted or demolished. There we go. So that's the reading for today. Um, yeah, we had the the second most popular Bible verse, I think. Um, I know the plans I have for you to close the Lord plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Um, and he says that the context is he's saying that to his church in exile. You know, um, so he's saying, though this is the case, you're in exile. Yet my plans are good for you. Um, he actually said just before that. Settle down while you're there, you know, plant trees, start families, seek the prosperity of the nation of Babylon while you're there. You know, live your life, really. Don't mourn, get involved. <laughs> um, and that's good because it's a bit like you can think if we're going to live for eternity, then why does this life matter right now? But God wants us to know, yeah, although the plans I have for you are good, and, you know, future plans right now. Get involved with planet Earth, you know, have families, plant trees. The thing about planting trees, of course, is like you might never see you won't ever see the oak tree if you plant an oak seed. Uh, but you do it for the future, don't you? For future generations. Yeah, there we go. So. Yeah, some there's real hope that you see that God has a real love for his church, though he has to discipline them. He does it out of love. I think that was what's striking this morning. OK, we've got prayer meeting later, so uh, look forward to seeing you all. Uh, yeah, have a good Wednesday. God bless. Bye.